How's everybody doing? And welcome to this episode of the Hey Chicago podcast brought to you by Believe Network. Like, comment, and subscribe on whatever platform that you may be using. And to start off this episode, I'm going to kind of switch it up from the past ones. And I'm kind of going to talk about a few of the big moments that I'm going to see from the Cubs this past week. And the first one is Justin Steele and his play. And I'm just going to start off just saying this. I do think that Justin Steele is the Cy Young of the National League right now. I think last week he has overtaken Snell and he's made his name more known more in the league and everybody should start giving him his recognition. The whole year he's been the most consistent pitcher I think I've seen. He's racking up the wins. He's got that low ERA. I just don't see why his name isn't talked about more when it comes to winning it, not just finalists, but winning the whole thing in total. This year he just seems to be like how Kyle Hendricks was for the Cubs that one year, but even better. I think he's overtaken Snell as the best lefty pitcher in the league right now. Yes, Snell has had an amazing season, definitely, but his team's just not helping him as much as Steele's being helped by the Cubs. And that's kind of what matters more is not just the ERA, but also the wins with it. You see that Steele just keep getting wins and wins and wins as the season goes by, but on Snell's side, the Padres have had all those struggles the whole year. So would you rather have a guy that has the lowest ERA in the league, who also is his 4-0 in his last seven games, 2.28 ERA? He's just, he's just been very, very consistent all year. He's leading the league in ERA after last week. He's got 20 quality starts. He's the most consistent guy, like I said, in the league right now. So I think now it's time that the league, fans, and everybody else that watches baseball just sees Justin Steele playing and gives him the recognition as the Cy Young, in my opinion. But other than that, there is also a huge, huge uh, move that the Cubs made last week, and that was finally bringing up their number one prospect, Pete Armstrong. This has been something that the Cubs fans have wanted for years and years, ever since trading Javi Baez away. It seems like we've just been waiting for that one guy, that one younger guy to finally come up. And it seems like they finally made a decision to do it. Pete Armstrong is an outfielder for the Cubs. He'll probably fill in for that center fielding role. Right now, I honestly don't see him playing too much of a role in the playoffs that the Cubs make it because I think that's how Dave Ross is. Obviously, yes, I would love to see him play. He would definitely be great out there, but it seems like Ross definitely likes his his veteran guys more than the younger guys on the team when it comes to situations like that. But yeah, with that, he played one game so far. He played his first game the first year against Colorado. He was a pinch runner, so he didn't really... He first came in the seventh inning, so he didn't really do much the whole game. But yeah, when he came into the game, he laid down a sacrifice butt, and the Cubs ended up winning that game too. So he definitely still made winning plays out there when... He still didn't have like that big role that Cubs fans really want him to have, but obviously that's not going to come in the first series that he's playing in. But yeah, he's a 21-year-old outfielder, center fielder. In the in the AAA, he ended up hitting 283. He had 20 home runs, 375 hits, and had an 876 OBPS. So exactly the type of player the Cubs want. He's he's more of a defender. Obviously, that's not going to be shown as much in the stats, but He's with the center fielder out there that makes all the plays on the defense that the Cubs kind of have been missing. We've had Mike Toshman out there all year, but 
I think with his older age, it's about time that the Cubs fill in probably the most important position in the outfield and have that as their, hopefully their franchise guy from now on. Because every year that Pete Crow Armstrong has been playing, he's kind of just been progressing better and better every year. He's honestly one of my favorite guys that the Cubs have traded for. When the Baez trade came, it's kind of interesting that when he was traded for Baez, Baez's first game, his debut was against the Rockies. And look at who just had their debut against the Rockies, Pete Armstrong, the guy that he was just traded for. And obviously, we all know how Javi Baez's debut went. He had a great game. He showed early struggles hitting-wise. Obviously, we know that he had the big strikeout concern where he was just swinging a little bit too hard. But PCA just seems like a consistent player, kind of like how he fits the Cubs mold. A guy that's just not going to get a bunch of power hits. He's not like a Schwarber. He's just one of those consistent guys that makes winning plays and does what the Cubs need, team needs right now. But going into this week, the Cubs first face off against the Giants, and that was a great series for them. First game of the series, they ended up winning at 5 to nothing. A huge game from Justin Steele once again. He had eight innings pitched and only two hits allowed. So he pretty much did his whole thing. A, a huge shutout from him. And the Cubs' offense just did what they needed. They had a Saya home run, which was definitely, definitely needed. The whole week, it seemed like Saya finally found his stride again in the most important time that's coming around, which is playoff time. So, yes, Saya Suzuki was one of those guys that the Cubs signed to kind of fill in for the outfielder, big hitter role, kind of like how Kyle Schwarber was. He's been struggling all year. We're not going to lie about that. He's had his major struggles all year. A lot of people were questioning his play after that, but I think now we could see like the type of player that he can become. And I'm happy that he's finally getting his play in and he's finally getting those home runs, big hits in too. And in the second game of the series, this was a very, very interesting game. It was pretty much a comeback from the Cubs. They ended up winning at 11 to eight. And the first thing I want to say is this, this is a great offensive game for them. Like I said last week, we wanted to see more games where it's the whole team performing not just like one or two players are getting the hits in this game we have multiple guys that get, get hits we had Seiya Suzuki who had another home run and three RBIs Morrell who also had a three run, run home run in the most important time in the game in the bottom of the seventh and then you don't have Elzele closing but you have Merriweather closing so Hendricks the one thing I do want to say about him it was a kind of a rough matchup for him he left a lot of big hits but again, with somebody that doesn't throw that hard and focuses more on their control, that's going to happen sometimes. I'm not too worried about Hendricks. He's a veteran. And he knows what to do in certain situations. But yeah, it was a very, very close game. Definitely kept everybody on their seat, on the edge of their seats during the whole time. But they still ended up winning it. And that's just all you really want to see out of them. But in the third game of the series, the Cubs won another one. And this one was eight to two. So three games in a row where the offense just seems like it's just finally coming into stride. And Wicks was on the mound for this one. When he was in the game, he let up no runs. And he's also been one of the most underrated pickups in the last couple of weeks for the Cubs, bringing him, bringing him up finally. And every single game that he's played, it's just been a nice, consistent game where they ended up winning it pretty much. And you kind of want to see that out of those younger pitchers because we don't have those in the organization right now when we look at the major league roster. Stroman's been out for so long. 
Steele has been the only like very consistent guy and Hendricks is there or he's not there pretty much. So with that, yeah, they needed one of those other guys in the starting lineup for them. And it seems like Wicks is going to be in that role for the playoffs when they make it too. And once again, Seiya Suzuki had three RBIs. We had uh, Amaya Homer, who also seems like he kind of had a better week this week too. It seems like a lot of those guys that have been struggling this past few weeks have finally found their stride again. With Amaya, Seiya Suzuki, Ian Happ had a great week last week. All those guys seem to perform again, and that's perfect timing for the Cubs. And once again, Bellinger had another home run. So your best players performing and all your role guys are performing. So what else do you really want to see out of this team? Except for pitching, obviously. And then with that, the Cubs did end up winning all those games in that series. But looking at the looking at the games against the Diamondbacks, it was definitely harder to watch if you're a Cubs fan. They ended up losing the first game 6-2. to two. So we had very, very late game pitching struggles. That's kind of just how they lost it. Very, very close game until the end. But then once that bullpen came in in those later innings, that's when everything kind of turned around and went bad for the Cubs. But another thing I want to see them do is they get a lot of hits in games, but they need to turn those hits into runs. That's kind of where I saw a struggle against the series against the Diamondbacks. It's been a close game. They had close games against them, but then later innings come around. The bullpen fails a little bit, and then you're still getting the hits, but you're just not converting those into runs. So what I do want to see more is just bigger hits. Yeah, that's kind of what they need to work on. I'm not too worried about their offense, obviously, how we saw them play against the Giants, who I personally believe are a better team than the Diamondbacks right now. But, again, they lost the next game 1-0. to It's just, I don't like seeing these games in baseball because I feel like with today's age in baseball, it's just, like, not very common to see 1-0 games. So, not too much worry about losing that game one to nothing. Every team's going to have their offensive struggles. But I do want to highlight Talon, who's been very, very inconsistent this year. He had a good game against them. He didn't let up any runs when he was in, but he let up. He had nine strikeouts. He let up one hit and six inning innings pitch. So, on the other side, great game from great game for the D backs when they're trying to make that late game playoff push. But in the third game of the series, the Cubs ended up losing this one again, and this was three games to two. So back to back games where it's just not much, not much offense, but you will still want to convert those runs when you have the chance to. Steele was on the mound for this one. He had seven innings pitched, six hits given up, and six strikeouts. So it's still a good quality start for him, but once the bullpen comes in, that's kind of when everything gets downhill. Bellinger did what he could with the two RBIs, which are the only two runs for the Cubs in the game. But this was a, one of those games where it was a extra innings game, 10th inning, and then you just lose it out from just not playing well in the top of the inning or bottom of the inning. So, yeah, when those late games come around, you want to see just more grit, I guess you could say, from the team. They don't seem like they, they're they trying to just, like, close those games out when you really want them to. But in the last game of the series, the Cubs ended up did end up winning it, five games to two. So, yeah, five to two score, definitely a good closing to a pretty rough, a pretty rough um, matchup against the D-backs. 
Hendricks was on the mound for this game. He had seven hits and four strikeouts given up. But then again, we saw we saw those core guys, Morel, Swanson, and Bellinger. They all homered in this game, which is what you need when your team is struggling offensively. You want your top guys to go out there and get those hits for you. And that's something I do want to see more out of Dansby Swanson, I think. I want to see him be more of a leader when it comes to when the team is struggling. He's one of those guys that comes up and makes those big hits. We see Bellinger do it every single time, but I think Swanson is that guy that's next up to make those big plays. But after that, we go into the series where Pete Crow Armstrong made his debut. It was against the Colorado Rockies. And the Cubs ended up winning this game 5-4, to four. first game 5-4. to four. So, yeah, this is one of the more struggling teams in the league right now. But then you have your guys go up there and perform again. You have Chris Morrell, who had another homer this week, who just seems to keep getting better and better and better. And, again, Yanni Gomes had three RBIs, one of your catchers that's in the rotation that you just want to see make those pretty much a bench plays because he's – He's not going to be in the lineup every single day, but when you see him in the lineup, you're going to want him to get those hits on the bottom of the order, which was on the mound for this game. So another win for him was six innings pitch, three hits, and he also had two strikeouts. Not as many strikeouts as he usually has, but obviously that'll do in a win. That's all that matters. And then Pico Armstrong, like I said earlier, he made his debut in this game. He came in as a pinch runner. He made a sacrifice bunt and... Yeah, he showed his speed that game too, so that's really the first thing that we could really see from PCA. But in the second game of the series against the Rockies, which was last Tuesday night, they ended up losing it 4-6. to six. You don't want to lose these games against bad teams. We saw it again a couple of weeks ago, but not too much to worry about. They had strong hitting in the game, but again, you can't let up the big hits if you're in the bullpen in the middle of the, middle of the game. That's where their struggles came in. But Tonight, I think they're going to round it up with another win. I'm pretty sure I think it's going to be a pretty confident win. I can see them winning it around 6-2. to two. But, yeah, in Colorado, you want to see those you want to see those big hits because we all know how the elevation works in that stadium. So I think they'll round out this series with a win tonight. And then looking forward into the, next of the, into the rest of the week, they have the Arizona Diamondbacks again and – after that last performance against the Diamondbacks, I think that the Cubs are going to come back and pr- make a pretty confident series win with sweeping them three games to none. But for the player of the week for the Cubs this week, I would just give it to Justin Steele. I'm switching it up, giving it to a pitcher this time who just seems to keep getting better and better as the season goes by. He's, like I said, I think he's a Cy Young this year for the National League and I'm very, very impressed with how his play has been consistent all year. And hitting-wise, I would give it to Seiya Suzuki, who has finally found his stride again. He had multiple big home runs this whole week. He had multiple RBIs. What you want to see out of your big hitting power guy that you just signed last year? But yeah, with that, I'm about to end this episode of the Hey Chicago podcast. Thank you all for listening. Like, comment, subscribe on whatever platform you may be using, and I will see you all again next week.